If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. If you could go into a little bit more about yourself. So hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Clarissa and I am the budget queen. And what I do is I help working women with the three M's and I call that make, manage and multiply their money. And I help them do that uh, so that they can live their best lives without going broke to do it. Um, So far, I've helped over 700 women create a budget that has saved them up to $10,000. And every single day I add more and more queens to... um, that list. So I'm really, really proud of that. Um, Some other great, amazing things that I've done since I started my business is I've been featured in a lot of different, you know, publications and things that I'm so proud of, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fox, uh, CBS, um, what else? Yahoo Finance. I've even gone live with Susie Orman. Wow. I've done a lot of, a lot of things in my short, a short time. Credit.com did a piece on me. Um, NBC. So those are the things that I'm I'm proud of too. But for the most part, I'm really, really proud of the results that I get from my clients. That's amazing. That is awesome. That's awesome. So when did you start? Uh, the business, I didn't start until February of 2019. <laughs> so it's very, very new. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. It is still new. And to have all of those accomplishments, that's amazing. It's going really fast. Like my head is spinning. So what made you decide to start it? I've been helping people with their finances since about 2005, like unofficially, right? I was really good at budgeting, really good at managing my money. So everybody would always come to me, you know, friends and family and ask me how to do this and how to fix their credit. Um, And then I actually started working for a bank in 2008 in the credit card department. So I really learned everything there is to know about credit cards and and credit debt and all of those things. So it really piqued my interest even more. Then from then, I just started taking on more people, more clients, people were referring their friends and family to me. And, and that's kind of how it started. But I, I first helped a woman who was in a, a really bad relationship, right? She was married and she had children. And I helped her with her finances because a lot of times when um, women are married or in relationships, they kind of let the man take over to be the, the provider and, and, and do all the stuff with the money, right? Because they bring home the money. And um, that leaves us kind of vulnerable, right? And we don't know how to manage the money. We don't know how to make our own money. And that's the position that she was in. And it was just a really bad relationship. Aside from that, 
and she kind of wanted to get out of it. But before she did that, I really helped her fix her credit. Um, she was able to save up money. She put down money on her house and she was like, I'm out. Deuces. And she took her kids and now she's in a much better situation than she, than she has been before. And she just was so grateful and just like, to this day, she still texts me and let me know what she's doing and just tell me how, you know, she's just so thankful and grateful to me. And that just was like, okay, I need to create this, the same impact with a, a billion other women. So then that told, that, that made me think like, you know, I need to really help, just help other people. It's not really about me and I, I love what I do. So I don't mind sharing that with other women. And so that's kind of where it came from. Uh-huh. I was very scared at first to, to do it and start. So I told, I talked to my best friend and she was just like, you know, well, you know, it's going to be good and do this and do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray about it. Yes. So I did pray about it. And literally in the middle of the night, I woke up with all of these ideas for this business. And it was so crazy because it literally was flooding my, my mind to the point where if I wasn't writing it down, I was forgetting it. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm writing it, I'm typing it up and I'm, I'm going online. In that same morning, it was like maybe three, four o'clock in the morning, I actually went online and got certified to be um, like a credit repair specialist because I wanted to kind of know that side of it too. And because I can always learn the book stuff and all that about investing. But I got certified to help people repair their credit. And then I, it just kind of went from there. <laughs> that is amazing. Were you still working a full-time position when you started doing this and then started getting things rolling? Or were you were planning to go ahead and force with it? Lori, I still work a nine to five. <laughs> you, oh my goodness, you do? Okay. Yes. Yes. I- <laughs> okay. So, Wow. So is this so a side hustle slash, you know, you work full time and this is full time. How do you do it? Oh, my goodness. I have a lot of questions. Keep going. <laughs> so I don't consider it as a side hustle. OK, like, I don't know. The side hustle makes it seem so like bad to me. Like side hustles aren't bad. Yeah. People have kind of turned. It's not. Yeah. The term they've kind of twisted it a little bit. People have taken it and turned it upside down. Yeah. But. And it, and it's not a bad thing. I just don't want people to think that I'm just doing this on the side. So my focus and my determination, mm-hmm. right, is not there. Like I go full force in my business, just like I go full okay. force in my nine to five. But, you know, balancing all of it is a whole lot yeah. of work. Right? <laughs> balancing it is, is, is a lot. Um, and I definitely need help. I need people who are willing and able uh-huh. to help me, of course. For right now, I don't have a ton of help. Um, I basically do a lot of things on my own. and. I, I like it, but because it's, I'm getting so big so fast, I need to kind of change the way that I'm doing things. So I am hiring a few people. I'm going to be <laughs> just doing things different as time goes on. Wow. Okay. So like, what does a typical day look like for you? Um, so a typical day within the week, basically I get up at about four o'clock in the morning. You know, I told myself, you know, I'm going to wake up, read my Bible, do all this stuff. And then that doesn't always happen. But for the most part, that's what I want to do. Um, but what I do is I log on, do my work um, for my business. I check any emails that came in, try to respond to some of them if I can. I check all of my analytics for all of my social sites and my website and, you know, just see how things went for the previous day. And then I... I write down three things that I'm going to do in my business today. 
Okay. So you kind of do that. Was it the top three? Yes. That's trending. It's pretty cool. I, I like it. Um, like, and this is new. I'm do, that, that's new because what I used to do was try to do everything and then I get stressed out. I, you know, it's just too much. But now I just pick three things that I say I absolutely have to get done before the day is over. And I work on that. Um, and then I do that till about six o'clock. And, you know, shower, get ready, get dressed. And then I start my actual work day. Okay. My hours for work are 7 to 3.30. Um, they used to be 8 to 5, but I got a new position. So now it's 7 to 3.30. And at 7.30, I wake my kids up so they can get ready for school and everything. They're on, you know, by 8.30. So I'm actually I'm working like doing my actual work for work and then helping my son like with homeschool stuff. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, are they virtual? A virtual school is driving me nuts, but yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then on my lunch break, which is about 30 minutes, I would um, go ahead and do anything that I need to do. And then after work is when I'll just like pick up everything else and finish working on what I was working on. Basically on a weekend though, I would be for the most part working on my business from the moment I wake up till probably the moment I go to sleep. You know, I do stuff with the kids during the day. Sometimes we, you know, we cook and we do stuff together. And then when they're doing their own thing, I'm doing my own. Um, and I, on Sundays, I, I prepare everything for the week because I don't have a lot of time. So all my social media posts, all of my emails, everything gets scheduled and planned for the week. And that way it's easier for me to kind of do all the other stuff I need to do. But that's pretty much, you know, my coachings when I have those, I have those and I kind of shuffle everything else around. But that's pretty much what I do. Wow. You know, we are amazing women. Women are just amazing. (laughs) It's just like, when do you take time for yourself? Do you take time for yourself? Is that something that you plan? I don't usually take time for myself, but it's 2021, right? So we set those goals. And my plan is to take more time for myself. One of my goals is to take social media breaks at least quarterly, um, because social media gets to be a whole lot. It's a lot of work. It, it, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of nasty people out there. I get so many oh, DMs about stuff and they're like, well, I don't do this. I do that. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. When, when it comes. Uh, wow. Wow. That is crazy. And then I get a lot of, a lot of love and praise too, but like the bad stuff kind of, you know, kind of puts me in a funk and then I kind of get upset and I'm just like, I'm done with social media for today. But I I am going to be focusing more on myself and taking time for myself. But here's the thing, what, you know, when somebody say, what do you like to do? This is what I like to do. Mm -hmm. So it's so, it's so, I don't know, you know, sometimes I like to watch, you know, I like to watch movies and stuff like that, but I'm a really boring type of person. I don't do a whole lot. You know, I like to, you know, spend time with my friends, but it's COVID. What are you going to do? So I talk to my friends, you know, I like to eat good food. So I make sure I have a nice dinner or lunch or something every now and again. But for the most part, I love, you know, talking about finances, learning about finances, you know, helping people with their finance. This is what I like to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess you say it doesn't really become work if it's something that's your passion and what you really love to do, which is, of course, helping people and and learning about learning about finances and credit repairs. But what are some of the, the products and the services that you do offer 
I have um, a whole whole bunch of stuff. I'm always working on something, mm-hmm. but um, I do one-on-one coachings. Um, a lot of times people have questions where they're like, I, I just have a bunch of questions. I don't, I just want to ask you a bunch of questions. So I have to pick my brain sessions mm, okay. um, where we'll spend an hour just, I'm answering all of your questions that you have. Like whatever comes to mind, I'm answering your mm-hmm. question. I also help women with, you know, that want to start a business, right? If they want to start a business on the internet or they want to start their own finance blog or want to get into finances, mm-hmm. I help them with that. Learning how to grow on Instagram, how to make sales and, and those things. It's basically from my experience. And I've also taken classes and learned a whole lot, mm-hmm. which is how I'm growing so, so fast. And then so people ask me like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Or do you have a course? Or can you teach me that? So I'm just like, well, let me just put put it on my site. Yeah. Yeah. So I created something where I'm um, doing coaching, helping women to create their business or side hustle. And I also do just regular finance coaching, like finance planning. I'll teach you how to budget. I'll teach you how to pay off your debt. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so those heavy hitters within the finance topics, investing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm not an investor educator. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I do I do invest myself in stock and real estate and things like that. But I, I'm not completely comfortable with just saying like, do X, Y, and Z. So sometimes I would guide people on how to purchase property and, and do that. But um, for the most part, that's kind of like really limited. Um, and then I also have classes and courses and eBooks where I'll teach you how to buy your first house and how to budget when you don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. which is a lot of us, right? Especially now with COVID, right? Um, how to stop living paycheck to paycheck. So things like that. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. I'm just, I'm still in awe. I'm like, how do you find the time <laughs> to do like the one-on-one coaching and the pick your brain sessions and, and, and all of that? So um, <laughs> I have systems. Like if you're going to do this, you need to have systems in your business. Yes. It is so important. Um, before I started the Budget Queen blog, I had another business. So I sold uh, fashion jewelry. Oh, okay. I created my own subscription box and it, it got really, really big. Like it was really good. In in my regular life, I am a saver. Like I don't like to spend a lot of money. I don't like to waste a lot of money. I'm the what if type of girl and I would save. Like, I don't care what it is, I'm going to save it. So I'm very frugal. And in my business, my first business, I was like that too. So I didn't want to spend a lot on on programs and systems and things like that. Right. So I didn't. I tried to keep my costs as low as possible. And the business actually helped me create another income for myself that helped me pay off $43,000 in credit card debt in 16 months. Amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and I, and I loved it and it it got a lot of publicity. (laughs) I bet. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, I had stars wearing my jewelry, Tammy Rowland wore my jewelry for all of season five of Basketball Wives. I had people who was going to award shows and things like that. Their stylists would reach out to me to get them covered in my jewelry. People just just a whole bunch of people. It got really really big because they were re, they were retweet or they would like post something to Instagram or they would shout me out and then like I had so many people. So then I created a subscription box that just went crazy. Then it got to the point where it was not fun anymore. I had like ninety seven or so subscription subscribers and it was so much work and everything was manual. Like I wanted to rip my hair out every time that time came to do the boxes again. At first it was fun. It's was like, okay, I got 10 people who subscribed. Now I got 30, now I got 40. And then I had like 90 and I'm like, it got too crazy. And I had to stop the business because my 
my, the whole brand of the business was basically like you get quality stuff, right, for a good price and you didn't have to wait days and days and days to get it. I literally would ship out your stuff in one to two days flat and you would have it by the end of that week. Um, and I couldn't do it anymore because it was just me. And because I had no systems and, and, and processes in place, I couldn't hire somebody because I would literally have to stop my business, halt everything to show them how to do it in a way that only I know how to do it. And I only have access. And it was the worst thing ever. So when I started this business, I said, I'm not doing that. I am going to invest in my business and invest in myself and I am going to pay for the systems that I need. So I say all that to say, I create systems in, in this business, right? When somebody books a session with me, they go to my website to book a session. It automatically takes them to the page that is going to ask them, when do they want to meet with me, right? If they don't, it's going to email them and say, hey, you know, when do you want to meet? You can fill this out later or whatever the case is. And then once they do that, it automatically sends them the invite so that they can save it. It automatically books the Zoom room. It automatically sends them the Zoom information. It automatically sends it to my calendar and my iPhone. And then I know when I have something coming up, there's really not a lot of stuff I need to do manually in my business besides create, which is what I love to do. So that's why I get so consumed with it because it's like, you know, it's what I love to do. It doesn't, it doesn't give me a headache. That's one of the ways and reasons how I'm able to, um, to kind of do all of it. This that is awesome. whole three ring act. <laughs> yes. 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 That's awesome. It's Cause you going through that experience and, you know, from the first business and learning all those lessons and then saying, you know what, when I do start something else, or if I do start something else, I'm not going to do it the way that I did it before. And I think that's awesome because a lot of um, women who want to start businesses and want to get involved in businesses, they're like, I know I want to do this. Let me just start and figure it out. And it's like, no, wait a minute, stop. Cause you have a system for your house. You, you should have a system for your finances. You also need a system for your business. <laughs> so go ahead and put that in place first when you're starting to, to build. So I think that's I think that's awesome that you um, have those systems in place and it helps to kind of streamline everything and helps you to be able to, like you said, create and and get those creative juices flowing because it's hard. (laughs) It's it's really hard. I know. It's like you're trying to juggle so much and you you just quit before you even get, you know, the ball rolling and get started. And it's not fun anymore, which it should be fun. What are some of the favorite apps that you like to use in your system? If you want to drop some of those gems. Some of the, okay, so I have, I have quite a few and some of them I, I even forget. So I had to write them down. So some of the ones that I use, I actually have a resources page on my website that lists a lot of apps that I use. Um, so if you go to budgetqueenblog.com slash resources, um, you'll be able to get the, to see what they are and then just click to learn more and, and actually get them. So um, I use a system called Kajabi, which houses all of my master classes and courses, right? I give people access to my, my courses through, through that. And then they can, however many they purchase or whatever, it's always in there. They can go in and look at it whenever they want to, pause, rewind, whatever they want to do. Zapier, because I have so many systems in place, I want it all to talk to one another. So Zapier links with like Kajabi and Thrivecart is what I use for my my store, my shopping cart. And once they someone places an order for, for something, let's say it's a course, Zapier would say, okay, they want this course. Okay, let me link them to the Kajabi, send them the emails they need and do all that. So it works by itself. Um, I just tell it what to do, give it the rules and it just does it. 
I now, because, you know, I told you I'm very frugal. So I wasn't paying myself and my business for the longest time because I wanted to save all of it. Okay. That was not a good idea. So you were reinvesting back into your business. Right. And it was just, you know, I need to do something for me. So um, I now pay myself. (laughs) Thank God. And I use Gusto to do that. It's a a platform to help like pay to, you know, do all your payroll stuff. Um, I use ConvertKit for my emails. So all of the emails that my, my um, you know, everybody in the Royal Court get that comes from ConvertKit. I use lead pages for my landing pages. So when I have a course and my sales page for my course, you know, it looks all pretty and it tells you all about the course and what you get and, you know, who, who's it for. That all goes through lead pages. And I use like the holy, holy grail Canva Everything you see me create is created in Canva. Like, yes. <laughs> everybody always asks me, how do you do this? How do you do that? Your content's great. I love this. Where'd you do this on? I did it in Canva. Like, yes. you don't have to ask. It's Canva. Although, <laughs> right, Canva Pro. Although they annoy me with their web app <laughs> or iPad app because it never downloads correctly, the font will be different than it really is. Oh, yeah. The system yeah. drives me nuts but the desktop version is like the best. So just, those are just some of the things that I use um, to kind of help me do everything in my, in my business. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And it's, again, it can get overwhelming at first, but once you invest in those courses and learn how to do it, it's like, it'll be like riding a bike afterwards and it just makes it so much easier and so much smoother. That's amazing. So let's um, switch gears a little bit um, and go back to, you know, talking about budgeting and financing and, and everything like that. So someone comes to you and they want to start a business. What do you recommend as far as um, when they start out? Do you, what are some of the things that you recommend they do with their budget or their finances? So if they want to start a business, I want, okay, so first of all, I'm the budget queen. You have to have a budget. Like I literally start there with everybody. Somebody will come to me and they're like, oh, I want to invest in real estate. Do you have a budget? They say no. Like I'm not starting at the real estate part with you. I understand that you came to me for that, but to be, I'm not going to steer you in the wrong direction. I literally can't teach you anything else if you don't have the foundation, like, because it's not going to work because you'll come here, you'll pay me. We'll have the session and I'll teach you all about how to do this. And then you go do it and it's going to fail because you don't have everything else in place. So we definitely start there and I make sure they understand, you know, it's not that I'm not trying to help you with this, but this is where we need to start. And I tell them why. And then they're like, okay, I, I definitely want to create this budget. So we start with the budget right. and just making sure they have all that together, making sure they're able to cover all of their expenses and be able to save and pay off debt if they have any debt. Um, a lot of people would say, or other financial educators will say, don't start a business or don't start investing until you've paid off all your debt. That is not me. I'm not that person. <laughs> so if that's what you're looking for, don't come over here because <laughs> I will disappoint you in that. <laughs> But um, that that's definitely not me because to be honest, once you pay off a, a big chunk of your um, debt, like let's say credit card debt, you have a lot of extra money to put towards doing other things. And to be honest, your business, right, that rental property or whatever is going to actually help you get even more money. And then once you get that in place, you can use that to kind of snowball and throw everything else at, you know, the mortgage or, you know, your student loan debt or whatever. So, um, and, and that's the way that I did it. And I, I know a lot of people who have, who have been successful doing it that way. Um, not saying that the other way isn't successful, but that's just what I think. Because when you keep putting things off, 
you never get to it. So, um, yeah. so that's kind of where I start. Make sure they have their, their budget and everything together. Now, if the person is actually looking to start this side hustle and like leave their nine to five, like if they're, they're still in a nine to five, they're looking to leave their nine to five. I definitely talk to them about an emergency fund. That is so important because you don't know what can happen. Businesses really, you don't start making money in the first few years. Like I'm, I'm that rare exception. And then a lot of other people have, but I'm, it's very rare that you start being able to pay yourself within a year or two. It doesn't happen like that. It, it takes time. Mm-hmm. And even now, like I told myself, I'm not going to quit my nine to five until I'm making $100,000 every single month. And I don't make $100,000 yet, but I'm planning and I'm strategizing to be able to get to that. And once I do, yeah, that's when I will. And it's something that I, you know, have to look forward to. But I just tell them about, you know, starting an emergency fund, kind of how much they they would need in that emergency fund. And they need to have at least if they're going to quit their job, 12 months of all of their expenses. You need to be able to bankroll yourself for a whole year if you're thinking about starting a business and quitting your job, if not more. I mean, because, you know, I'm a saver. Right. But um, at minimum, 12 months, um, you need to do that. Right. And then just um, and then we kind of would shift gears into kind of thinking about or talking through what their goals are for their business and what they're trying to accomplish and who they're trying to help. And, you know, what's their why? And we kind of go down down that route. But as far as their personal finances, definitely a budget, definitely an emergency fund. Um, Make sure you have your at least your credit card debt paid off because that'll give you so much extra money to put in your business because you're going to be unless you get investors, which a lot of people don't. you're going to be the one financing your business. So you got to have your personal finances in, in place before you do that. Right. Awesome. So is that kind of the same that, or after they get their personal finances in order, do you also go into doing a, a plan for the business as far as like, you know, managing the money and, and the finances and the business part as well? Yeah. If that's what they're looking for, then we definitely kind of shift gears into that. Um, it might require another session because usually the, the finance part of it takes up a lot of the time, right? We're going through everything. I need to understand kind of, you know, your money mindset. I need to understand kind of where your beliefs are when it comes to money, because I have a background in psychology. I have my bachelor's degree in psychology and I was going to go to get my master's, but I didn't. (laughs) I got my master's in uh, business administration instead, but which is a whole nother story. But uh, a lot of what I do and the reason why my clients get the results that they get is because everything that I teach is backed in human behavior. And a lot of people think that finances and being good with finances and being successful with your money is about, you know, being very smart and knowing all the numbers and knowing all the strategies. It's not. It's, it's literally not. It is all about your behavior. The actions that you take or don't take will make or break how well you are with your money, period. So if you had to give it a number, because some people like numbers, it's 20%, you know, knowledge or smarts or book smarts about finances and 80% behavior. And a lot of people think they can come into it because I know, oh, I know what the zero-based budget is, or I know what this is, but you stick to it. Like a lot of people know how to create a budget. Like it's not that, it's not that hard. It's sticking to the budget that gets people kind of like, I don't know what I'm, you know, I don't know what to do. A lot of, so that's kind of where we start um, with it, like the mindset and all, and all of that. And I teach them strategies to be able to stick to it, to be consistent, right? To kind of like trick themselves into not spending all their money, that sort of thing. And then they walk away. I had one client that um, I think last week was her session and she, 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 
had really bad experiences, right, with money and she wasn't doing the best with it. And then after our session, she still comes back to me every few weeks. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh, I now got, I have my budget and I literally walk around with this budget. Like I take it to work and I'm so happy. And then just the other day she commented on one of my pictures and she was just like, I'm still so happy. Thank you so much. And, you know, because I don't just teach you that, like you can always learn that. You can read a book, but you have to really learn how to manage your behavior so that you're successful. And all of my courses, you know, if you read an ebook, if you take a course with me, if you do one-on-one coaching with me, it's all backed in, in, in psychology. So it really sticks and you get the results that, that you want to get. You, you're able to hit those goals. Wow. Okay. You don't think about it. The, like you said, the psychological behaviors, people just, you know, just try to, I want to say a lot of gurus or a lot of people who try to teach you on, you know, credit and managing your money, they don't really go that deep. They just touch the surface. They just touch the surface. So, so that's, that's awesome. So what is your niche? Who do you find are your ideal clients or who, who is your ideal client? So I typically have working women who come to me and say, I need help. Right. Um, the majority of them are moms, <laughs> but it's not it's not always someone who's a mom. It's, it's pretty much working women. I haven't niched down any further than that because that kind of works for my brand. Um, so it's any woman, any ethnicity. I predominantly help women in the U.S., right? A lot of what I know is backed by, you know, book smarts and all that but it's also my personal experience. I don't know how finances work in other parts of the world. I don't. I don't know yet anyway. So until I'm able to kind of get this all together, I'll start learning about that other stuff and able to help more people. But for the most part, it's within the U.S. because I know how that works. And Yeah. Are there any other steps that you would recommend when, you know, trying to start a business when it comes to your finances and, and getting everything in order? As far as finances, not, not really. But... Um, other than what we already discussed, but as far as like the business part of it, just don't, don't skip steps. <laughs> don't try to skip steps. Don't try to, um, you know, get to the finish line faster than, than you would have. You like, you have to go through those things. Um, you, you have to have some failures in there because you, you learn and it, it sticks better when you do, you know, here's the psychology again. It sticks better when you go through it yourself, right? You can, you can get a coach and somebody can teach you it and everything like that. But those lessons that you have are really backed in experience, right? The best teacher is experience, but also in that, in that breath, don't, you know, shortchange yourself um, when it comes to getting help, right? If you need help, get help, invest in a coach and invest in, in your business because it's going to be the best thing that you've ever done. Um, like I said, I'm very frugal. I don't like to spend a lot of money. The first time I like spent a whole lot of money, I bought this marketing course to teach me Facebook ads and Instagram ads. It was $1,500, I think. And I almost cried when I hit submit on that payment. Child, I was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so... And the crazy part about it is my business was making a lot of money. Like I think at the time I... Yeah, at the time I clicked that, I had like over $20,000 in the bank for my business. And I'm like, it's $1,500, Clarissa. Like, stop. I literally made $1,500 yesterday. Like, it's not that serious. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. So um, I'm trying to be better. But I did click submit. And I actually got the money back. Was it $1,500? Yeah, I think it was like $1,500. I actually got the money back within a month after I started. Like, I, it took about, it's a six-week, it was a six-week uh, accelerator program. After the six weeks and I started to actually run ads, I ran ads for a month and made the money back in the month. 
just from ads, not even the money that I was already making. So you can't be afraid to take the leap of faith. Always invest in yourself, invest in your knowledge, invest in your business, and always think about your your clients and your customers, right? You do it all for them. Think about your why um, and think about your personal why. Like, why, why are you doing it? Are you doing this to, you know, eventually have more freedom and quit your job, to spend more time with your kids? Like, that will keep you going. Um, starting your own business is the loneliest thing you can ever do. It's so lonely, right? You have nobody to talk to. You could be married. You could have a partner. It doesn't matter. Like they don't get it. They, they, I mean, they, they can understand, but they don't get it like you get it, right? So um, it's very lonely. So you want to find people in, in your field, what I call your peers. Um, I have a lot of peers in, in, in the personal finance space that I bounce ideas off of, like people you can trust that won't take your ideas and go and steal it, right? You can collaborate with, right? You can jump on a Zoom and talk through stuff. Like I had one thing where a customer came to me and she was upset about, she was upset about something. I'm like, how do you handle this? Because I've never had this happen. Like I've never had a customer say this to me. And then, you know, they just gave me advice and I'm like, okay, well, this is how we usually do it and what so, so on and so forth. And I, and I used it and the customer was happy again. So you know, like you have to find, find people that are like-minded, just like you, especially in your fi- your personal finance, right? You want people who have kind of the same goals as you, so you can keep each other, you know, on task, hold each other accountable. But in your the business side of it as well, your side hustle, you want people who, who have those same goals. Like I'm, I'm working to make a hundred thousand dollars. I want people around me who got the same mindset, right? How can we help each other? How can we move forward? So having peers and people you can bounce ideas off of is the best thing you can ever do. I have like a handful of people that I can do that with and I love them to death. And the crazy thing is, is that I've never met them in person. <laughs> I've never seen any of these people in person. Like, you know, we talk all the time, you know, like, and, and I've never met them in person. It's the craziest thing, but we have such a love for each other and it, it just makes it so much easier. And it just takes so much weight off your shoulders to have somebody you can actually talk to or vent to. Like we get those nasty gram in Instagram. And then we're just like, we'll send them to each other. And they're like, that screw them. And, you know, they shouldn't have said that to you. And that was nasty. Don't worry about it. You're awesome. And we, so that would be my advice if you are starting something like this, a blog or start, you want to be a finance educator or anything, right? That you just get people who, who will be in your corner. Yes, that's, that's great advice. Great advice. Because, again, like you said, it is, it is lonely. <laughs> It's lonely, even though no no matter like how much things you read and how much information you try to take in and you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And then when you take that first step, you're still by yourself. You're still still by yourself. So so having that and having that circle, I say that all the time too, having that circle, it's just that what helps you, you know, to keep going and help you keep motivated because it's a a journey. This this thing is no joke. It's a journey though, but it's, it's still rewarding. That's, that's awesome. That's great information. So what are some of the, the next things that you have going on in your business, if any? <laughs> I am, you know, still trying to uh, awareness, trying to let more people know about the Budget Queen and what I do and who I help and just trying to get in more publications and, and you know, get more people who, who understand what I do and kind of need my help. I am also, I have what's called like the Budget Bundle which is a whole bundle of products and services that teach you how to budget and stick to it, um, which is one of the issues that a lot of people have when it comes to their finances. So I created a product around it. So it has four eBooks and five courses all around setting up an emergency fund, paying yourself first, money mindset, right? Those things that block you from being successful, budgeting irregular income, 
like, you know, how to, to split bills with, you know, a partner. If you're moving in with somebody, you're just dating someone or you have a roommate, like how can you split bills fairly, right? So everybody feels like, you know, nobody feels like they're going to take advantage of. So it's a lot of courses in there and eBooks. Now what I'm doing is I am adding way more value into it. Like right now, all of the eBooks and courses are about worth $260. I'm ramping it up. I'm putting 1000 over $1,000 worth of products and services in there, all in line to help you with your budget. So that's basically your last stop, right? You get that, you'll be able to execute and be great with your budget. And I'm not increasing the price. <laughs> Over $1,000 worth of products and services for $47. So I'm revamping that, making it amazing. I'm almost done. I have one more like block bundle of courses in that bundle that I need to do. And I'm trying to get it out by February. So I'm doing that. I'm working on a signature program as well. Wealth building signature program that kind of takes you through all of the steps, right? So the budget bundle will help you with the budgeting part of it. But the signature program is going to help you with that. It's going to touch on that, of course. And then it's going to go through paying off debt, you know, student loans, all, all of the, those things, right? Um, fixing your credit and then, you know, kind of take you into investing, starting to side hustle, those things. So it's going to be kind of the full spectrum of your journey through your finances, right? So I'm working on that. And I'm also working on a membership program. I'm doing so much stuff. Like 20, 2021 is my year, I guess. But yeah, I'm also working on a membership program because a lot of queens want access to me and want to be able to, you know, they love coming to my lives and my courses and sometimes they can't always make it. So setting up a membership service where you'll have access to ask me questions, you know, it's kind of like mini pick my brain sessions, ask any questions that you want. Um, I'll do a course or a class, a master class, like once a month that you'll have access to and you'll have access to the previous ones as well. Um, and then you'll also, if you're in the membership, that month you get discounts off of any products or services that I have um, if you're in the in the membership. So it's going to be really amazing and I'm excited for it. It sounds amazing. Those are the things that I'm working on. It's a lot. <laughs> but it's going to get you to that goal. <laughs> yes, that, that's right. And my, um, so I also hired a, an accountant and she's like, okay, so this is what you need to do. So that that was part of it. So part of my assignment is to create that recurring, you know, income in the membership, you know, will will definitely to help me do that. So yeah, we got to get to 100k. Yes. That's amazing. 100k and 100k women that I want to help. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's an amazing goal to have. Um but where can the listeners find you and like how can they reach out um, to you? I am mostly popular on Instagram. We have over 73,000 <laughs> royals and counting on Instagram. So you can definitely follow me on Instagram. I have a TikTok and a Twitter and a Facebook. Um, and I'm active in, in, and I do things on those. But for the most part, Instagram's where it's at. You can go to budgetqueenblog.com, read some of the information I have there. You know, like I said, I have my resources page and I have my work with me section that tells you how you can work with me. But yeah, that's, that's where I hang out. <laughs> Awesome. 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 Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for joining and thank you so much for gracing us with your presence here. Absolutely. Um, and providing a lot of gems and dropping a lot of gems so that, you know, women who are ready to take those steps, even those lonely steps, but we, we got you. We'll, t we'll team up and, and <laughs> cheer you on. They can reach out, reach out to you and get those one-on-one -on -one sessions so that they're they'll be successful in their journey so thank you so much absolutely i had such a great time thank you thank you thank you
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.